everybody. Welcome to Draft Day and welcome to the SB Nation NFL show. I am Rob Stats Guerrero here with you. Super excited because not only is it Draft Day, but today on this show, you are going to get to meet some of the top names that are going to be called later on this evening. How about Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan? Maybe the number one overall pick. Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati he could be the highest cornerback ever drafted in the history of the NFL. Also, we got some wide receivers for you, both from Ohio State. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave are going to join us on the program. And last but certainly not least, Penn State safety Jaquan Brisker. So we have a ton of great stuff to get to you. Before we do, though, I just want to remind you that the SB Nation NFL show is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sports today. Use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That is code SBNNFL only at DraftKings. All right, that's enough out of me. Let's get you right to it. First up, Aiden Hutchinson of Michigan with RJ Ochoa. Please be joined now here on the SB Nation NFL show by the one, the only, you know him. He is going to be all over the place this coming week and for the rest, uh, maybe of your lives, uh, surely as he enters the NFL. It is from Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here at the SB Nation NFL show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I want to start um, hopefully in a place that you haven't started any of these interviews you've done because you've done what, like 5,000, I feel fair. Just about, just about. Okay, um, I saw you throughout the first pitch at a Tigers game this past weekend. What day was that? I was trying to, to verify. That was, it was Saturday. So you, you, were, you threw out the first pitch for Miggy's 3,000 day. They had a doubleheader. He hit the 3,000s hit in the, in the morning one. I was in the night game. <laughs> doesn't count. Doesn't count. Like, you, or no, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm saying it totally counts. You, you're forever tied to that as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I know, I'm telling my kids that for sure. That is so cool. Um, that is that had to be a cool moment for you, like in a cool like Detroit day and like obviously a cool Michigan day, like and, and again, kicking off what's going to be a memorable week for you and your family and your friends and everyone around you. Like, could you kind of just feel the good vibes? Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I wasn't I was never really a big baseball fan, but obviously, you know, Miguel Cabrera, the Tigers, like just being in that atmosphere and and seeing uh, I had a lot of support there from everybody walking out for that first pitch. So it was definitely a great environment to be in with my family, for sure. How many times have you, um, I would guess every day maybe, had to navigate the, I wouldn't call it awkwardness, but like politicalness of like, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know, whether I'm sticking around here. Like that that has to have been your life for the last year, maybe, I, I would imagine. Yeah, you know, ever since after the season, I'd say about every day, any person you see, it's uh, like Jacksonville, Detroit, like we stay home, like, you know, all, all of that stuff. But, you know, obviously you got to stay politically correct, so um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pretty well versed in that by now. I will say, I know you've talked to different places about like where you, you know, living in different locations. Um, if it isn't obvious, I cover the Dallas Cowboys for SB Nation. Um, and so, you know, my family hates that the Cowboys play every Thanksgiving. Like it ruins my holiday every year. You know what I mean? So like you got that to look forward to if things go one way. Have you considered that element to potentially playing in Detroit? No, no, I guess I haven't. No, not not quite. But every Thanksgiving at noon, man, that's that's right. the thing. Like every, yeah. it's always there at Ford Field. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I guess that is. A, I don't know. Is that is that good or bad? What would you think? You know, the three o'clock game is awesome because at least that's been my whole life because you have time to eat and everything beforehand and then kind of let everything digest. Um, but for you, 
if it went that way, at least I imagine the post game meal would be pretty safe. Yeah, um, you you want to get it done early and then and then feast for the post game for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's awesome. So has this process been everything that you thought it would be? I, I imagine you consulted with a lot of people. You received a lot of advice. Um, it's different every year and, and things are kind of back a little bit to normal um, as far as the way the draft has, has worked in years past. Um, has it lived up to the hype? Has it been strange? I mean, it's impossible to fully prep for it. Yeah, you know, I think it's definitely uh, it's definitely a little more than I thought. You know, I thought after the combine and pro day, that's when, you know, I'd be chilling a little bit. But um, that was just not the case. You know, it's just there's a bunch of visits, a bunch of marketing stuff right now. Or, you know, it's kind of ending now. I'm in Vegas now. But, um, you know, this whole process, it was long. It was long. But it was um, – I think I did everything I could um, in my in my ability to, to put myself in the best position that I can. So, um, you know, I have no regrets. And I'm happy about, you know, where I'm at. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to wait to hear my name called on Thursday. You're uh, of a generation now, born, born in the year 2000, correct? Yep. That has to be so cool, by the way, because you're just like, if you ever forget how old you are, you're like, what year is it? You know what I mean? Simple, like math like that. I feel like the the onslaught of all these things has been difficult for some people to transition to over the last, you know, 10 years or so. But you've kind of grown up in, in this online culture. I imagine you've had social media accounts for for the better part of your life, probably over half your life, or at least been aware of such things. Um, but that being the case, how how difficult is it is, is it for someone in your situation where you're so close, maybe going number one overall, and you, but to hear all the chatter, like, how, like what practices do you have to go through to completely and totally isolate yourself? Or do you like that? Do you like reading different mock drafts and things like that? Yeah, you know, I, I think I've always stayed away from the mock drafts. And, you know, I'm, I'm really off Twitter for the most part. I'm really just on Instagram a little bit to keep up with my friends. But, um, you know, I think social media can be a very toxic thing and something that I really I had to realize this past year, you know, my senior year being, you know, the guy on, on mm-hmm. a football team. And, you know, you, you you slip up one time and, you know, no matter how good you are, you know, that you're going to get exposed. And that's something that I really had to get away from because um, you, you think yeah, I started to realize I, I was, you know, I was um, I was validating myself based on other people's opinions, but I had to realize that only I can only have myself in this process, you know, only myself and my beliefs about my own ability are, are the things that will drive me to, to success, not what other people think about me. That's well said. Um, so I mentioned I covered the Cowboys. There have been a few Wolverines to make their way through. Uh, Taco Charlton, Jordan Lewis, Sean McEwen um, as of late. And I've never asked any of them, and I've always wanted to, because I went to Texas A&M, but Michigan just kind of has a soft spot in my heart. What's your favorite uniform combination to wear? Uh, I think my favorite unis for Michigan are the, are the blue on blue. We got the blue jersey and blue pants. We wore that for our Washington game. We wore that for the Ohio State game. Um, you know, though that combination is just special and it looks so cool. Just having the blue on blue, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty dirty. I like the white tops, blue pants. I think it just yeah. works with the, with the Navy helmet. Cause you got like yeah. a Navy sandwich. Um, but either way, like, cause I'm not a fan of the all white. That's the only thing, you know, no? I'm, like I would feel okay. self-conscious in that. Like, that's how I, I view myself. <laughs> like I, I would feel self-conscious wearing that. Uh, but I don't have the, the physique that obviously you guys do. So, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit different. You mentioned you're in Vegas. So how difficult is it, or, or maybe fun, is it to just kind of keep yourself tempered and controlled for the next, we're talking on Tuesday evening. Um, or, like, do you have a, a plan? Are you just like, I'm just going to watch Netflix and just let the chips fall where they may. Uh, I'm just going to do the media stuff and, and just kind of handle it. Like you're, you're trying to have fun and become a professional all at the same time. 
Yeah, you know, I got a bunch of media stuff going up till Thursday, so I'm I'm gonna be staying busy for sure. So there's not a there's not gonna be a whole lot of time to you know sit back and and uh, and think about what's going on, which I think is uh, it's it's beneficial for sure. Interesting. So I don't want to ask you the like who is your game most similar to because you've gotten those questions a thousand times. Um, what what do you enjoy being asked about? You know, because because you get you've been asked thousands of questions over the last few months. Like, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Um, yeah, I, I think, um, this interview definitely has been a different interview for sure. I'm getting some of the non mainstream questions, which I appreciate, but, um, I think that that's what, that's what I, I don't know. I can't think of any specific questions, but I think just the questions that are just non mainstream, which, which is, you know, the questions you've been asking. So I appreciate that. A question we had floating around SB nation recently. Um, if you could only have one condiment in the, for the rest of your life. You don't have to use this on everything you eat, um, but but you only have access to one. So what would it be? One condiment. Hmm. But you know, I'm between ranch and ketchup. You know, I I, I, hmm. I would say ketchup just because of the versatility of it. Okay, that's fair. I think it's wrong. I went ranch personally, but you know, to each their own. Um, this is this is the kind of interview that we're gonna you know give to our team side, whoever does draft you, so that people can get to know you. So people are listening yeah. to this in the future. They're like, Aiden Hutchinson is on our team. This is sick. Um, so that being said, we just learned about your incorrect choice when it comes to condiments. Um, what's your all-time favorite TV show? All-time favorite Game of Thrones. Easy. What? That's your all-time, especially with the ending. Okay, people, I, I didn't mind the ending, you know, I didn't mind it. People hated it, but I, uh, it's got to be the fastest I've ever binged a TV show in my life, though. So you didn't watch it live? Like you, well, like you didn't watch I the ending live with the world? I was late to the party. See, I think that maybe affects things cool. for you, but because we had to wait, you know what I mean? And so yeah, like to, to wait that long and then get that was kind of like, yeah, it's, it's hard waiting for shows too, because you got to lose a little interest, but um, I got to watch the whole thing all the way through, so. Okay, Game of Thrones. I have to imagine too, like you know, where you you know, where you've been living lately. It's probably cool, like you watch something super cold, and that's where you live. Um, so it is what right. it is. Um, but you know, hey. Um, so you mentioned all the media stuff. You're here on behalf of Courtyard. Could you tell us about the Bistro and Banter live event that's happening? Yeah. So tomorrow at uh, at six p.m. at the library inside the Cosmopolitan, I got the I have the Bistro and Banter event with uh, with Matthew Stafford, and we're we're sitting down, kind of just talking football, um, you know, talking life a little bit. And um, you know, this is a uh, at the event they're going to surprise fans uh, with fifteen pairs of VIP access tickets to the draft. So that will definitely be a plus of going there. But yeah, this whole thing's uh, you know being put on by Courtyard Marriott, who is the official hotel of the NFL. That's awesome. I bet the Lions won't come up at all when you and Matthew Stafford are talking. No, uh, not, with at each other. not at all. You know. uh, Aiden, thanks so much for taking the time to join us uh, on behalf of, of uh, Courtyard again. Uh, best of luck. Enjoy the week. Uh, make memories that will last a lifetime. I'm rooting for you. All right. Thanks for having me. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child did 
can miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joining me now on the SB Nation NFL show, former Cincinnati Bearcat and future first-round draft pick, Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Ahmad, thanks for the time today. My pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So I want to start just with some general questions because for a lot of people like me who don't necessarily dive as deep into college football as some other people, this is their first opportunity to get to know you. So I went to your Twitter feed and I wanted to just check out what you've been tweeting. And the first thing I saw was that you were at a Cincinnati baseball game last week and there's a ton of pictures of you with kids who were at the game. And I just thought that was really cool. You know, I have two kids myself. What made you want to take the time to do that? Uh, you know, uh, me, I always motivate the youth. You know, I know they're all watching me. So it was hundreds of baseball kids, you know, baseball players, the youth just coming up to me, having me sign their shoes, back of their hoodies, their ticket at the, their ticket to the baseball game, taking pictures, you know, so I couldn't really like watch the game, but then I'm like, <laughs> you know, the kids are more important than me watching the game. So, you know, it was just, it's just great to be in that position, you know, probably a few years ago, they probably wouldn't know who I am. They probably wouldn't be asking for those pictures. So, you know, I feel like everything that happens is because of God. So, you know, I'm not going to shy away from it or run away from it. You know, he sent all those kids to me, you know, and I made their days. I'm sure you did. That is just a really cool thing to do. Um, when you were that age, who would have been the athlete for you that you wanted a picture with? I'm not sure. I, was, I wasn't that type of guy growing up. You know, like when I was growing up, I always was saying, like, that's the guy that I want to be. Like, I want to be the guy that the kids look, look up to. You know, I didn't want to get too caught up in, like, being a fan of other people. No, I know that I know that might sound a little weird, but it's like I was just the one. I just wanted. I felt like I was the chosen one. So, yeah. You're joining us today on behalf of Old Spice Sweat Defense Dry Spray, which is pretty good because you're maybe the best defender in this entire draft. What do you have going on with them, and how did you get involved? And blessing to be here, man. I grew up, you know, using Old Spice, so. It's just a great opportunity to just be able to be here with them. Like you said, the sweat defense dry spray, you know, 24-7 sweat protection. So it makes it easy for me to learn my playbook. You know, like I like I said, I know I'm the best defender in the, in the draft, but sweat defense dry spray, that's the second best defender. That was very smooth. That was like a veteran move right there by you. Um, hey. You just said it. You feel like you're the best defender in the draft. Obviously, the thing that most people know about you is that you didn't give up a touchdown when you were in college. Do you think that you have kind of a target on your back going into the NFL? Man, probably. You know, uh, I think I do. That's how it should be. You know, when you get in a certain position, you know, it should be a target on your back. 
playing at Cincinnati, we went from being, I forgot what my coach used to say, but we were the hunted, you know, after we got to having a lot of success, but we were doing the hunting, you know, when I first got there because we wouldn't get as much recognition as we felt like we deserved. So I'm used to having a target on my back. You know, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the challenge. You know you're going to hear it from somebody. Eventually, I hate to break it to you, but at some point you are going to give up a touchdown in the NFL. And are you ready for that? Because you know the person that scores is just going to want to stick it right in your face. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, <laughs> but, you know things do happen in the game. Adversity happens. But, you know, as a quarterback, you got to have a next play mentality. You know, but I don't have plans on that happening. You know, uh, <laughs> I want to keep getting better and better, you know, and uh, just keep it, keep it rolling. I know with pass rushers, especially they'll watch film on other pass rushers and, and pick out things kind of here and there, like, Oh, that's a good move. Maybe I can try and steal that as a defensive back. Can you do the same thing? Yeah. You can talk about your footwork, you know, your hand placement. You know, it's a lot of things that you can talk about when it comes to uh, being a cornerback. You know, you don't, you don't have to be moved because you trying to defend the receiver the one who's doing all the moves. So it can be all the little things you're doing to stay in front of them, you know, uh, just mirroring them. That's a great job at mirroring the receiver, you know, great hand placement. You know, it's, it's a lot of things you can say when it comes to being presenter. Before the snap, do you line up thinking, okay, on this snap, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z against this guy, or are you purely just reacting to everything that they do? Uh, you got to have a plan, you know, when it comes to being, when it, when it comes to being a cornerback, you know, uh, first of all, if you don't prepare during the week, you're not going to have a good game. You're not going to be able to play fast. But you're not just getting out there like, all right, I'm reacting to this. You got to get out there, line up. You got to know who's in front of you, you know, and what tendencies they have, what they like to do. You know, and then you got to say, you got to just look at the small, the little things, you know, like if I see a receiver lined up with his outside put up versus inside put up, you know, I watch them so I can have a sense of them which release he's going to have and if you, if you want to go inside or outside so I can know exactly what I'm going to do against it, you know, so. Do you feel like for some guys, you can tell when they break the huddle if the ball's coming their way? Yes, sometimes. It just depends how much of a pro the guy is. You know, some guys have when they're spitting on their gloves before the play. Some guys have it when their hands are resting, but they're tightening their gloves up. You know, it's just – it's little things, you know, I play, I pay attention to the little things a lot. Now you have a little bit of a relationship with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, was there any advice that he gave you throughout this whole process? He just told me to keep being me, you know, keep a great relationship with God because God knows, you know, when he, when he just told me like God knows with a period, I knew exactly what he meant. You know, all the work I put in, you know, everybody else don't need to know. God knows and that's all that matters. You could potentially be the highest cornerback ever drafted into the NFL. Going into Thursday night, are you nervous or more excited? I'm excited for my family and coaches. You know, like I said, it's not about me. You know, me, my job is easier. I just want to be able to get drafted and be able to go put the work in, get right to work, be able to dominate, you know. But I'm excited to see the faces of my mom, you know, coaches. You know, because they produced me. They produced me. They made me God that I am today. So, yeah, it's not all about me, but I'm going to be very excited, you know. You're going to be picked, I would imagine, top five. I mean, five at worst, I would imagine. 
obviously the draft is still going to be going on after that you have interviews and stuff, but like, what is your plan? Are you going to stay at the draft or are you leaving after you get picked? Um, I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't want to stay there and party or nothing like that. You know, I came out here. I came to Vegas for business. You know, uh, it's a blessing to be here, but you know, if I get drafted, I'm not about to go. Oh yeah, I got drafted. Let's go turn up this, this, and that. I came for business, you know? So yeah. Hold on. You're not going to go gambling or celebrating or anything. Uh, no, I don't gamble. I, got, I live a born, I live a born life, man. You know, uh, I eat, sleep and drink football, you know, and watch football, you know, uh, I don't smoke or drink. Uh, I don't gamble. I don't do any of that. So I bowl, I play Call of Duty. Uh, I study playbooks, study film, go to practice, play in the game. You know, like, <laughs> I live a boring life. It's not boring for me, but for the people on the outside, it's probably boring for them. Okay, well, let's say you were going to go out and celebrate with a, with a meal of your favorite food. What food would you be ordering at the meal? Depends where we're going. We're going to, like, a steakhouse. Anywhere you want. I'll probably get a steak. There you go. Macaroni and cheese. Okay. Little broccoli on the side. How are you getting your steak cooked? Medium well. Medium well. Okay. I I, I know I, I know y'all might hate me for that. You know, <laughs> a lot of my coaches they get medium rare and yes. rare. But I got better though because when I first got in college, I used to get well done. And I remember one of my coaches there was like, man, it's like you eating a meatloaf. <laughs> just by being well done. And I'm like, all right, you're right. So I took it down. I took it, took it down a little bit, medium well. Yeah, see, I always go medium rare because I get nervous. And I think if they overcook it, at least I'll end up with medium. Right. But if you go medium well and they overcook yeah, it, then you're sure about it. Right. Like, so <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I always go medium rare, but to each his own. Enjoy it. This is going to be a fun night for you, Sauce. We really appreciate the time. Uh, thanks for hopping in. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Joining us now on the SB Nation NFL show, former Ohio State Buckeye future first round draft pick, Garrett Wilson. Garrett, how are you? Thanks for the time. I appreciate you having me. I'm doing well. So one of the things I like to do is give people a chance to get to know you as a person, because a lot of people are just being introduced to you for the first time. I was reading a little about you and I read that you moved from Ohio to Texas in sixth grade. When you think about that move, what is the first memory that jumps into your head? Uh, I, I was really mad. I thought the world was ended. So uh, being, being, I was, I was actually just finished fifth grade. So I was going to start sixth grade in middle school mm. in Texas. And, um, you know, I, my parents told me, and I, I remember thinking that it was, like, not okay. Like, me and my sister were so upset. We tried to, like, not talk to my parents for, like, a few hours. So that's the first memory <laughs> that pops into my head. Yeah, you had your people by then, right? You had your group of friends. Like, you were in the swing of things, and then you had to completely start over in Texas. Exactly. That's what it seems like when you're younger, you know. And I didn't, honestly, I'd never been to Texas, didn't know what to expect. So, um, you know, I, I didn't honestly feel too good about it initially, but uh, when I got down there, you know, my, my whole attitude changed pretty fast. And then when it came time for you to choose where you were going to go to college, did you immediately jump back to Ohio or were you thinking maybe that's not the best way to go? Like, how did you make that choice? Yeah, um, 
it wasn't it wasn't immediately you know it was one of those things where I, I did my process and, and um, heard out a lot of different coaches but just a relationship in that time that my family had built with uh with coach day and coach Meyer at that time you know um, it wasn't it wasn't like that everywhere and then you know when I took the visit it was all it was it was done for me you know I knew exactly what I wanted to do um, I knew if I was going up north it would only be to you know Ohio so um, you know, that was my mindset on it you're joining us today on behalf of Old Spice Sweat Defense Dry Spray. Tell us what you have going on with Old Spice. Yeah, so I've just had a great opportunity to spend some time with them this draft week. And like you said, been able to use their dry spray new product. And it's, uh, you know, it's been great at helping me keep my mind off of, off of uh, hygiene and, and focused on, you know, things like learning my playbook uh, and just being ready for this draft day. So, you know, I'm really excited and uh, blessed to be able to work with Old Spice. I mean, you got to have the suit. You got to have the look. You can't be worrying about sweating tonight. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the whole mindset on it. You know, get some Old Spice dry spray on you and, um, you know, it'll work. So uh, that's what I've been doing. When it comes to you as a football player, I can't pretend to be a scout, but from everything I'm reading, I keep seeing the same thing over and over again. And it has to do with being fluid in and out of your cuts. And I'm an old dude. I remember Jerry Rice and watching him play. And everybody used to say about Jerry Rice, he doesn't lose any speed when he's making his cuts. And that's the thing I keep reading about you. Where does that come from? You know, that's, that's something that, that uh, I was blessed to be able to play basketball for, for 10, 15 years growing up. And, uh, you know, you're usually doing it on, on hardwood, you know, kind of making – crossovers and things like that and you know when you get to put your foot in grass it honestly it got easier so I was a basketball guy for for you know the majority of my life when I when I moved down from Ohio to or, uh, to Texas and uh, I feel like basketball has a lot to do with you know the way I the way I move and sometimes feeling comfortable and uh, you know, different different cuts so I feel like basketball has a lot to do with it. They always, everybody always says, if you can play more than one sport growing up, they always seem to think it helps. I know Patrick Mahomes has talked uh, a lot about yeah. that. In terms of uh, guys that are in the league now, is there anyone that a receiver in the league that you've connected with now that has kind of helped you through this? Yeah, I mean, uh, we have. We, I'm lucky to go to a place like Ohio State, and we have a lot of players that come back and spend time around the program that you know want to want to help out the young guys and want to drop knowledge on people like me that you know have a chance to go play in the NFL. And, uh, you know, Terry McLaurin's been one of those guys that has come back for me and Chris and, and J-Mo when uh, J-Mo was at Ohio State as well and, you know, puts, dropped some knowledge on us and um, just gave us kind of a taste of what things would be like when we come through the NFL door um, as a rookie. And what did he tell you? Yeah, um, just, just things that, you know, you kind of know, but um, when you hear from from someone that's, that's there, you know, it, it becomes more real to you. It's, you know, it's just different things like taking, taking your, uh, just taking your business super serious. You know, it's something that you would be surprised. He basically said, you know, that how, how, how much that can separate you. Uh, just something as simple as, you know, acting like a pro and then going about your business like, like a pro, you know, not, not feeling like you are, um, you know, that you have nothing else to prove, you know, still having that chip on your shoulder when you get there. And that's probably the best advice, you know, he gave us. You obviously seem very comfortable doing interviews. I'm sure you had to talk to a bunch of NFL teams throughout this process. Can you remember maybe an answer that you gave to an NFL team where they were like, oh, damn, this guy's on the ball? <laughs> uh, you know, just the other day, one of the uh, coaches, was the special teams coach for Baltimore, it might have been Washington, actually. No, let me not mess it up. It was Washington. And um, 
yeah, we were, we were watching some film and I, I did punt return in, in college. And, you know, he was kind of asking me if I knew the difference between the rules and in, in NFL and uh, in college for the uh, for punt coverage. And uh, I did, I did know the answer. I knew that they, you know, the, the people blocking couldn't release besides the gunners until the uh, ball hits the foot of when you're punting. And uh, he was just really surprised. And uh, I would say that's probably one answer that, you know, kind of shocked because he didn't expect me to know. Look, if you want to return punts, can you go to my team, please? Can you go to the 49ers? Because I'm 37 and we haven't had a good punt returner for basically my entire life. <laughs> no, I'd love to do that for uh, San Francisco. So I'd love to do that. That'd be awesome. Go to the Niners. It's a great system, right? Kyle Shanahan is there. You're great route runner. You can get yourself open. You're a perfect fit. <laughs> yeah, no, no. like I said, that would be, that'd be awesome to end up in California. So, um, yeah. Two more questions for you. One, if you could steal a move from a wide receiver that's in the league right now, like Debo Samuel's strength or, you know, Terry McLaurin's route running, something like that. Do you have one in mind that you'd love to be able to add to your bag? Uh, yeah, just uh, I would say Devontae Adams' suddenness. He has, like, ability to, like, lull someone to sleep and then just burst out of it. So, you know, watching his releases and his packages – I would say Devontae Adams, like suddenness or quickness, I guess you could say. And then the last question, the draft is in Vegas. You're going to get picked in the first round. What are you doing after you get picked? Are you going to hang out to see where some of the other Ohio State people go? Do you already have like a celebration plan? What is on your docket for after you're selected? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, uh, like I said, every, every team is a little different and I don't really know exactly what I'm going to what I'm going to do, but uh you know, if, if I do get the, the night here, you know, me and my family, and a lot of my close friends are going to um, have a get together. I, I know that. But, uh, you know, if I end up leaving out that same night to, to travel to which, you know, whatever organization takes me, then, uh, you know, that will have to be delayed. For sure. And that, that's no problem. Well, enjoy it. It's going to be a great night for you. You deserve all the praise that's coming your way. We thank you very much for the time. Again, Old Spice Sweat Defense Dry Spray. Enjoy it. You only get drafted once, and uh, I hope this is a great night on Thursday for you. No, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. What's up, everyone? And thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. This episode is brought to you by SB Nation and the SB Nation NFL show. And I am so very honored because on this episode, I am joined by a very, very, very special guest, the top wide receiver prospect in this draft class. So his name is Chris Olave. He formerly was at Ohio State. How are you, Chris? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm doing real good. It's a lot of uh, excitement out here. I finally got to Vegas, so uh, I'm glad to be here. I'm feeling really good. Awesome. And so you're joining us on behalf of Tide, Tide Cleaners, and the NFL is a they have a proud partnership with Tide in the NFL draft. Uh, Tide and Tide Cleaners are the number one trusted brand in laundry and dry cleaning and is the number, the leading on-demand dry cleaning and laundry franchise with more than 2,000 locations nationwide. So that's super, super impressive, super, super cool. But I got to start first. The draft kicks off tomorrow. So how are you feeling? Like, can you just describe those emotions, everything going on? Uh, it ain't really hit me yet. I mean, I just got out here. I think it's gonna hit me tomorrow when I when I get to the draft and just sit in that green room. But uh, I'm glad to be out here with my family and some of my close friends. I'm in, I'm just enjoying my time and and uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. When you reflect on this process, is there any one thing that's going to stand out most when you reflect? 
Uh, probably me and everybody creating all those relationships. Uh, I feel like uh, that's going to last a long time. So uh, just going to a lot of different cities I've never been to, uh, like on my visits, and just making those relationships. Uh, I feel like uh, you can't. Uh, that's, that's all a blessing. So uh, I'm glad I, I made those. And that's probably the most thing that stood out to me. I want to touch on relationships a little bit. You're really close with Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams. So have you guys been talking this week? What have those conversations been like? Oh, yeah, that's my guy. We talk almost every day. That's uh, one of my closest friends. So uh, I'm proud of him and everything he's done in this past year. And he deserved it all. What are you all telling each other? Because you're both going through this journey together. So are there like words that you guys are telling each other to stay grounded? <laughs> Just stay, you know, patient or whatever. Yeah, we not even talk about it, man. We not even talk about well, We talked about it in college. Uh, we worked so hard just to get to this point. And uh, we're not even talking about the draft, really. We're just hanging out, having fun, playing a game a little bit. Uh, but I'm glad, I'm glad we're both here. Okay. And I want to touch on your college career just a little bit. You hold the all-time leader uh, in, t in touchdown catches with 35. So when you pass that milestone, what do you remember, like, feeling initially in that moment? Uh, I didn't really know I beat it until I got to the sideline. Uh, but it was it was, uh, it was was an unforgettable moment, really. Uh, just have all my teammates around me and have all that love. And uh, I don't really play for all the records, but uh, just to have those, uh, like I said, like, have my teammates around me and just to have a, the, the stadium uh, just explode when that happens. So uh, it's a huge blessing. I'm glad to be a part of that. And I actually cover the Philadelphia Eagles for Bleeding Green Nation. And so I'm, I'm familiar and I'm aware that you did a pre-draft visit. for uh -huh. So in your time there, did you speak with Jalen Hurts? Did you speak with Devontae Smith? What was that like? Uh, no, I didn't even see him out there. Uh, it was more of the staff, more of the coaches, and uh, all the staff was out there. And uh, it was really good vibes. It was really good vibes when I was out there, so. You get to talk with Howie Roseman or Nick Sirianni? Oh, yeah, I got to talk with uh, all of them, and especially uh, the head coach. Yeah, so it was it was a, a great time, and that's a good dude. So I definitely enjoyed my time out there. Did they have you play a game of basketball at all? Yeah, they had me play a little bit of basketball. We had we played a little bit of horse. How'd you do? Uh, I played with uh, the head coach. Yeah, he beat me twice, so I got to get back on I got to get back on him. <laughs> He's so competitive. You can't let him beat you. You can't let yeah, him beat you. Yeah, yeah. We was talking a little bit, but yeah, he ended up beating me both times. Okay. And so, do you like? What are your uh, goals for your rookie year? Uh, just to come in and compete right away. I know people got a lot of goals, personal goals, but uh, mine is just to win. I want to win uh, every rep and just try to reach my highest potential for my rookie year. I feel like if I do that, uh, it's a lot of great things that that will come. Can you give us any hints at the outfit that you're going to be wearing tomorrow? Uh, I'm, wearing, I'm keeping it simple. I'm going to stay with gray, uh, with red lining, a little black undershirt. And then uh, my fam had all their suits out here. Uh, we're using tie. We've been trusting tie uh, since we were young. So they dry steaming our suits uh, right now. And we'll have them ready by tomorrow. Nice. Okay. And so throughout this entire draft process with the mock drafts and everything, I hear, you know, we hear so much about the player you are and how unique uh, and special a player you are, but we don't hear too much about the person that you are. So can you tell us who is Chris Olave? Uh, I'm a great teammate. I feel like uh, I, I get along with everybody on the team. That's how I, that's who I want to be. Uh, 
I feel like I'm a pro, pro on and off the field. And when you get a person like me, I feel like I'm so genuine and I'm so open-hearted. I feel like talking to anybody on the team. And that's what you get. You get a leader on and off the field and, and somebody uh, that's just that's just uh, present at all times. Well, I wish you the best. I'm definitely going to be, you know, watching, tuning in to see your fit and all of that good stuff. But thank you for taking the time to chat with me. I really, really appreciate it. Once again, this episode was brought to you guys by Tide Cleaners. And so, yeah, thank you, Chris, for your time. Appreciate you. Appreciate you having me. Joining us now on the SB Nation NFL show from Penn State safety, Jaquan Brisker. Jaquan, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, Thank you for having me. No problem. There are a ton of questions I want to get to ask you. Uh, obviously, the draft is tonight. This is going to be a very exciting time for you. Um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not as up to speed on some of the college prospects uh, as some other people because I'm kind of locked into the NFL. So when I started to do my research on you, the thing that kept popping up over and over again is leadership, leadership, leadership. How did you become a leader and what does that mean to you? No, really, um, I'll say, you know, it started, you know, back in high school, you know, back in my junior college days, you know, just going into our role, you know, just, you know, accepting that, you know, um, you know, I, I could coach, you know, um, coach, you know, my teammates and things like that, you know, um, the way, you know, I, I work, you know, just show by example and, you know, things like that. So, you know, it just kind of, you know, just naturally just happened, you know, during high school and college. So, you know, I feel like, you know, this was like, like my time to lead. And um, this year, you know, I just, you know, led my teammates, you know, led, you know, the whole team and, you know, just try to you know, be a leader every day. Now, coming into the NFL, that that's a little more difficult when you're a rookie. Can you still be a leader as a rookie? Yes, sir. I, I feel like, you know, if you, once you, you know, obviously, you know, everything that's going on, you know, around the organization. And then also, you know, just the way you, you know, you perform, you know, I feel like, you know, once, you know, they see me perform and, you know, what, then they'll start listening. One of the other things I saw that I could not believe, you have not committed a penalty in the last two seasons? How is that possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just great um, technique, you know, from my coaches, you know, just really, you know, preparing us, you know, for the game and develop, developing us. You're joining us today on behalf of Sleep Number. Sleep is something that's obviously become more and more important for athletes uh, as we've learned about how the body recovers. How'd you get involved with Sleep Number and what do you have going on? Um, you know, I just got involved, you know, just, you know, by just having, you know, um, the big coming, uh, just, you know, really partnering with them. And it was, you know, very huge, you know, very important. Um, you know, it helped my sleep a lot. You know, before, you know, I wasn't getting any sleep. I was, you know, really tossing and turning, you know, taking forever, you know, to go to bed. But, you know, sleep, I'm 360 smart bed, you know, helped me a lot, you know, just, you know, help my body recover, you know, you know, help me, you know, function while I get up in the morning, you know, laser focus. So, you know, it improved. Now, I know you're not going to have any trouble sleeping, but if you did the night before the draft, would it be because you were nervous or because you were excited? I'll say because I was nervous. I'll say both because, uh, <laughs> I mean, I am excited, but then I, I am also nervous too. So, What are you nervous about? Uh, just more just being around like a like every everyone, you know, here back at home, you know, everybody coming in town. So I'm a little nervous about that. But you know, I'm, I'm just really excited about the draft. But, you know, I just, you know, going into it, 
really just, you know, watching it as a fan, you know, um, really, you know, just relax, you know, just normal. So it sounds like you're having a little bit of a draft party there. What kind of food are you going to have at this party? Yes, sir. Uh, anything, anything on the menu. Pizza, wings, chicken, ribs, salads, uh, anything you can name. We're going to have lasagna, macaroni. Damn. <laughs> that is a party. All right. Do you put blue cheese on your wings or do you put ranch on your wings? I put ranch. Oh, man. What is with people and ranch? There's too much ranch. You got to go blue cheese. Sometimes I do blue cheese if it's buffalo, but if it's like regular chicken, I'll do ranch. Okay. See, now I like that. I like that you have a plan for both. See, that's leadership right there. <laughs> um, tell me about mock drafts. Have you looked at any mock drafts? Be honest. When I first, yes, I did. When? Like uh, when I first declared and like before like the combat, I, look, I was looking. And now you you don't look anymore? Not not really. You know, um, it's not really up to them. It's up to, you know, the mm -hmm. owners and, you know, the coaches and teams to, you know, to draft me, not like some people that, you know, be putting things out there. I talked with Trey Lance and George Kittle a few months ago, and they both told me that they have people in their lives that for some reason will find, like, negative articles about them and send them to them. Do you have somebody that will find stuff that's written online and say, hey, look at this? Um, I have, like, people say, like, you know, certain things, like, you know, this is what they might have said about you or, you know, they, they said this. So I do have, you know, maybe, like, one person that, could, mm -hmm. that um, does that. When you think of your interviews with NFL teams – can you think of maybe something you said in an interview where they were like, damn, this guy knows what he's talking about? Really just explaining the, the whole defense, you know, um, you know, a certain play, you know, just like, um, you know, when we play Wisconsin, you know, um, me and my teammate were discussing a route before. So I just remember that, you know, we made a great adjustment. Um, you know, Coach Pryor had, you know, we talked on the sideline. He, he had made a great adjustment. I'm um, doing Wisconsin and then on film, but you could see me talking with my teammate and, um, you know, transfer, you know, onto the field and making the play, you know, for um, a, a PBU. Okay. One more question about your draft party before I let you go. Do you have 32 hats at your, at your house right now? Like ready to go? No, not all 32. Not yet. Well, what are you going to do if you get picked by a hat that you don't have? We're still not done yet. Tomorrow, tomorrow's a giraffe. All right. Time. I still got time today. <laughs> what are you going to do with the other 31 hats once you get picked? Throw them away. <laughs> You're just going <laughs> to chuck them. Yeah, because no one in my family needs them. We're not, we're not fans of them no more. <laughs> All right. Well, Jacalling Brisker, we thank you very much for the time. Again, on behalf of Sleep Number, I hope you get lots of sleep. You're only going to get drafted once. I hope you enjoy it. You deserve all the good things coming your way. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to all the prospects for taking some time out of what I am sure has been a busy week for them. We really do appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed that. Hope you got to know them a little bit as they get drafted into the NFL. I want to remind you, as always, please rate, review, and follow the SB Nation NFL show. Our draft coverage will continue tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time. 
5 p.m. Pacific. We will be live. We will have a draft show for you. Myself, Steven Serta of Arrowhead Pride are going to be hosting that thing. We're going to be joined by various guests. We will be with you through the first 10 picks of the NFL draft, reacting, breaking it all down. Then we're going to jump off the live stream and go to a Twitter space for the rest of the first round. And we are going to be talking to experts from all of our team communities. So, Your team makes a pick or makes a trade. You want to talk about it. You don't know what's going on. Hop in the space. You can chat about it with us. You can chat about it with people that cover the teams for each of our SB Nation NFL team communities. It is going to be a lot of fun. Enjoy your Thursday, everybody. Enjoy the draft. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk later tonight.